Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Friday! Happy Friday everyone! <laughs> Happy Friday! Hope you're all feeling really, really good. This episode is going to be all about friendships. It sounded like I was about to go, this episode is sponsored by... <laughs> I wish, darling. I bloody wish. No, this episode is going to be all about friendships. Now listen... I'm 25 years old. I have struggled with friendships all my life and I'm not scared to admit it because I know I'm not the only one, okay? I hear it from you guys all the time. It makes me feel a lot better. So I thought, you know, we've done a friendships episode before, but this is just going to be pure friendship dilemmas because, you know, we're always open to friendship dilemmas on the Tuesdays, but they are typically about relationships. So I thought, let's give some attention, focus to the struggle of friendships because the struggle is real, okay? So yeah, I hope you're all feeling really good today. What do you have planned for the weekend? What do I have planned for the weekend? Honestly, not that much, but you know, let's just see where, where life takes me, hey? The world's my oyster. A bit pissed off about the sun, comes and goes. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's given hot and cold and I'm not too sure where, where I stand, but that's okay. <sighs> Happy that it's not as cold anymore. It's definitely not as cold and I will take that, okay? I was sat out in the sun yesterday drinking a Malibu and pineapple juice, loving my life, okay? So I'll take it. If it's one day out of two weeks, it's better than none. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I hope you're all feeling really, really good. If not, hopefully you'll feel a little bit better at the end of this episode or worse if we all just end up thinking, fuck, I have no fucking friends. <laughs> anyway, we're all in it together and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levain to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everyone. Welcome. Settle in. Settle in. Find your seats. How are you? Hope you're all doing really well. So, friendships. Okay, the fucking struggle. Let's just talk about that. I'm going to tell you my experience in secondary school, high school, if you're American. Would you call it in Australia? Probably high school. High school? I don't know. Oh, who knows? Well, you, you guys probably know. Anyway, so I went to a secondary school that basically didn't give a shit about bullying. It was just like, do whatever you want. We're not looking. You tell the teacher and they go, stay away from them. <laughs> I've tried. Do you think I haven't tried that? What a brilliant idea, Miss Lewis. Thank you. Thank you. 
I was just following her around all day and she was just bullying me. No. Okay. Terrible advice. They don't give a shit. But anyway. <laughs> so I started secondary school, obviously in year seven. And I met this girl who wasn't from my primary school. I'd never seen her before, but I was just like, oh, you just know, like for some reason I looked at her and I was like, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of her. And I was like, let me befriend her. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. Then I'll be safe. Anyway, some of the people that I went to primary school with and was friends with in primary school were way smarter than me and thought, I'm going to stay away from her. She looks like she's going to make my life hell. So they were safe. Well, for the most part, but anyway, I befriended her along with like four or five other girls and there was just like a group of us, right? And she was that girl that was your, quotation marks, best friend. Yeah, but she would pick a victim one day at a time. Who was it going to be? And when it was you, fuck me, was it hell? Like it is, it is hell in there. Okay, it really, really was. So let me just give you an example. I did tell the story on my TikTok, but we'll name the girl, we'll name her Tina, okay? I'm going to call her Tina, not that Tina's a bully name, Tina's actually quite a nice, nice girl name, but we'll go with Tina for the sake of it, and let's find another name, so in the friendship group, out of the ones that weren't bullies, (laughs) let's go, let's go with Ginny, okay? We'll just go with Ginny, because, you know, it's a cute name, so this is what she's, Ginny got it bad, okay? I will admit, she probably had it the worst out of all of us. I don't know what it was with, for Ginny, but Tina did not like Ginny most, for most of the time, okay? So we do like PE, right? And Ginny would be on the trampoline because we did trampolining for some reason. Like, And when I tell you we did trampolining, right, we'd all stand in a circle around this trampoline and one at a time, we would just bounce on this fucking trampoline. Like, you just bounce. It's not like, yeah, do a couple of backflips. Like, you bounce, you jump up and down, up and down, up and down. Next, next. Off you get, off you get, Ginny. It's weird as fuck, right? Whatever. But Ginny would be bouncing away on this trampoline. And then Tina would be like, oh my God, look, look at her skinny arms, her skinny legs. Like absolute violation, disgusting about her body, just about her face. And like, Ginny can hear her she knew that poor Ginny's face like she just would always look like she wants to break down and it was so scary the teacher would do nothing and then you think if the teacher's not telling her what the fuck's gonna happen to me if I tell her and then you you go on the trampoline and you're next and fuck me it was so scary right and then you'd come out you'd go in the changing rooms and like this is one of the things she did to me so like every now and then you had to stay behind and help tidy up and stuff like put all the cones away blah 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 and like once when I was putting all the cones away, I come back into the changing rooms and all my school uniform's gone. And I was like, oh, it's obviously Tina. Like she fucking loves this. Like you just know she she's in that changing room. Like everyone hide, everyone hide Leah's clothes. Everyone hide Leah's clothes. <laughs> and then obviously no one wants to. Like everyone's so, like you feel guilty and you don't want to, but you're petrified. You've got to do what this girl says or she's going to make your life hell, right? So everyone would obviously go along with it, which I'm not angry at them, you know. I understand. She was a scary girl. And you just wanted her to like you because life was safer that way. So anyway, I'd go back into the changing rooms and all my clothes were gone. And then I'd go out and I would say to the teacher, like, Tina's hidden my clothes. And then the teacher would come into the changing rooms and my clothes were there. Just sat on my seat, on my hook, waiting for me, my school uniform. And the teacher would be like, just get dressed, Leah. And then you'd just be like, you fucking bitch fucking bitch but obviously you don't you're just like that's really funny prank guys it's really funny prank 
<laughs> but it was horrible. Like she would just do these horrible little things. Like they sound so little, but they were just horrible, right? And then <clears throat> I remember it got to like year ten, and we had had enough. We had enough at this point, and we was like all of us would get together and be like do you want to form an alliance with me and we would be like right team take down fucking tina okay because she cannot ruin our lives anymore like to the point where she would just it was like that kind of bitchiness where she'd spread rumors like i remember she told everyone that i had nits and i was like yeah probably fucking do mate (laughs) probably fucking do no i didn't not in secondary school but anyway like she would just tell everyone you had nits and just like these little weird horrible like bullying tactics and then everyone was like oh he's got nits he's got nits it's like fucking leave me alone can i live do you know what i mean so anyway we all formed this alliance and pe was the worst like if you know you know like pe was the worst okay and we'd all pick our little team and like these people would go together because in this big friendship group there was little duos in like within so it was like right you go with her you go with her you go with her you go with her and then tina arrives late as usual because fashionably late <laughs> pe will wait for you okay which it did and she arrived and she was like right leah you're going with me and i was like oh no 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 like, I'm, I'm going with jess today and then she'd be like okay well, Ginny, you're going with me. And then Ginny would be like, oh, n- no, I- I'm-, I'm going with Molly. Molly's already asked me. And then it's like, <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll I'll go with Becky. And Becky's like, I'm-, I'm going with Emily. And it's like, right. And then we were shaking. We were like, <laughs> this girl's going to kill us all one by one. Like, we're getting beheaded after school, yeah. Anyway, that was phase one of f- putting our foot down, right? And then it just got to this point where I remember one of the girls in the group, this is kind of a long story, but fuck it, you know, one of the girls in the group come up to me and was like, oh, this girl said that like you have a really big nose. And I was like, mm, I thought we were on the same team, babe. Do you know what I mean? So I went to, it was lunchtime and I found this girl who said that I had a big nose. He was meant to be like my, my best friend, basically. And I was like, what happened? Like, why are you talking about me like that? Like, mm that's that's tina's job like what the heck like what the heck and then she was like i didn't say that about you i didn't say that about you and i was like oh okay whatever i was itchy here and then i'm minding my own business hanging out with my still bestie now and tina storms over to me in the playground she's like why did you make i need to give her a name molly why did you make molly cry and i was like what <laughs> how have i made her cry that we she said i had a nose like a coat hanger and then she pushed me on the floor well deserved i guess pushes me on the floor in front of everyone everyone's formed like this circle around me and i'm just crying on the floor just crying on the floor like petrified like she's gonna kick my fucking head in and then her boyfriend at the time who was in like the year above comes over and he's like dry your eyes mate ptsd to this day if i hear that song i will have a panic attack <laughs> And then Jess, who you guys hear about all the time, still my bestie, came over to me. Everyone else, like, obviously too scared to stick up for me, which I understand I was too scared as well. Jess was the only one that was brave. And she came over to me and she, like, helped me up. And she was like, let's go. And then from that day forward, that was it. I never spoke to her. I didn't associate with any of them. And it was just me and Jess. And then there was two other girls who joined us later in year 10 and 11 and we were safe we'd hide in the science block and just relax eat our lunch play games chill out and chat and laugh and I was safe but let me tell you 
it was hell. Like being in that friendship group was hell. It was so petrifying. You just was so desperate for her to like you. And like, I look back and I think, oh my God, I wish you would have just, just told her to fuck off and just been like, you're a bully. Like, why did no one tell her, you, you're bullying us? Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if she even knew it. I don't know if she even realised that she made us all feel like that because we, like, in her eyes, we were her friends. Like, it was really weird. But, um, yeah, it was so petrifying. And, like, one of the girls actually moved schools. So it was, yeah, it was really scary. But, um, anyway, and then a few years later, I was working in Frankie and Benny's, actually. And I worked with, like, a member of her family who I got on really, really well with. Really nice girl. And she came in one day to see her Tina came in and then we were just chatting because obviously it's been years at this point like I don't hold a grudge it was just hell at the time I also understand like people are young people have their own issues and trauma that can be projected do you know what I mean whatever I know the issue wasn't actually with me do you know what I mean so anyway she came in and she was like just having a really bad time and I, I sat with her and I was like what's up like what's going on and she was like oh you know like things just really shit at the moment and I was like it's okay like don't worry like everything's gonna be fine and then she goes don't you just really miss school I was like, absolutely, positively, no, absolutely not. Some of the worst years of my life. And she was like, what? Why? Why? I'd love to go back to school. And I was like, you bullied us. Ooh. (laughs) But I think she knew. I think she knew that that's how she actually made us feel because she sort of brushed it off. But yeah, so friendships for me have been difficult. Like I'm not one of those girls that's like, you know, we've been friends since school. Like all my friends, we go way back. I've got one friend from school and to be honest, she's literally the best friend I could ask for. So still grateful but I'm always really envious of the girls that are like oh you know like there's six of us we all grew up together like that must be so nice but unfortunately for me I just put myself in a really toxic situation I used to literally make myself sick in the morning so that I could have the day off like when I knew I was the what's it called like basically I was the one that no one could talk to and no one could be friends with because Tina didn't want that I would literally just make myself sick in the morning because I was like I'm sick I can't go I'm sick but um yeah sometimes it worked sometimes my mum was like get your fucking ass to school and I would just tell the teachers and they would do fuck all like they would just be like stay away from her like you fucking are you serious do you not think that's crossed my mind do you think I'm going up to her and saying pick on me or do you think she's coming up to me like I don't know she never got detention like well she did but she didn't go like she did whatever she wanted and you know looking back I just wish I just told, I wish, because you don't have to be horrible to someone. Like, you don't have to mirror someone's behavior to stick up for yourself. Like, you don't have to be like, fuck off, fucking bitch. I wish I just said to her, like, why do you not realize that you make us all feel awful? Like, do you not realize that we cry in the morning before coming to school because of what you put us through? Like, are you okay with that? And I don't know. I feel like, I don't know yeah I just wish I had more advice at that time of just being like just talk to her tell her how how she's making you feel because I think back then especially because like mental health wasn't like spoken about it was either like fucking stick up to stick up for yourself or punch her in the face and I was just like (laughs) no (laughs) no to both (laughs) I've never had a fight in my life touch wood they honestly scare the fucking hell out of me like you know when you're on a night out right and someone you get them girls that look at you they're like wait look at 
what you look, and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm such a little pussy. Like, I'm just like nothing, nothing. I just thought you look really nice. So I was just looking at you. Your dress is really nice. I'm honestly such a pussy. But anyway, that is my trauma from my history with friendships. Okay, and I get really attached to friends as well. So like the friends that I've made as I've got older like when I was at uni and I got really, 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 really close to this girl and I thought she was actually like my soulmate, like my soul sister and like we were so inseparable and then that jealousy comes in and I find that that's what's happened in all my friendships. Like there just always ends up some jealousy or bitterness or it's that sort of friendship where they don't want you to do better than them and you don't, they don't want you to succeed and, and like, I don't know, I end up feeling really low and down in, in my friendships and it's really weird. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> I don't want that to be true I don't think I I genuinely genuinely would say I'm a good friend I really would um I try to be it's important to me that you offer good friendships to people um and yeah and then like my other friendships is just like I don't know I can't I can't seem to hold down a friendship I feel like I don't know I can't, I find it really difficult to find people that I'm really similar to. And the thing is, me and Jess, like my best, best friend now, we're not similar at all. Like if you actually put us next to each other, we aren't, we don't have much in common. Like our actual life goals, our personality traits, like we're not very similar, but we are, we just work as friends. We genuinely love and care about each other. So I don't think you need to be similar to someone to have a good friendship because like me and my sister, we are total opposites. We are nothing alike, but we are best friends. Like we, we just, when we're together, we just get on so well and you just have a good time together. Like same as me and Jess, we don't have the same like life goals and like my idea of like a, of like a successful life is not the same as hers but we have the same sense of humor we have the same morals you know we we don't find the same things basically like you know sometimes when you when you're friends with someone it's like you could joke about something and they just then that's not funny or like you have certain boundaries that they might not have like you know I don't know but you got I don't need to explain it you know what I mean but yeah I don't think you need to be similar to someone to have good friendships but I do find it difficult to find people that have the same like morals as me I guess and like expectations and friendships because I think it's easy to find mates but it's quite difficult to find friends do you guys know what I mean by that um yeah I definitely struggle with that but yeah we are going to read out some dilemmas. I'm really looking forward to this. Obviously, I've just explained my history and friendships. I have friends, like I've got really good friends, but just there are, there are a lot of friendships in my life that just fizzled out and haven't lasted and, and it makes me really sad. So maybe I'm not the best person to be given advice, but I can definitely relate, which sometimes just helps on its own. So yeah, let's get into the dilemmas. who is ready to jump in to some friendship dilemmas let's kick it off with this one hey gorgeous gal oh, hello darling love you and the pod so much i literally look forward to every episode oh i love you so much thank you okay who's ready i have a bit of a, dile- of a dilemma i'm really hoping you can help with me and one of my close friends have only been friends a couple of years and she's a bit younger than me Anyway, we get on well, but I'm starting to feel like we're just not on the same page. She wants to go out all the time, which is fine. We're both single, but she only goes out to get with guys. 
when we go out, I want to have a good time with her and she just sits there quietly until she sees someone she fancies and I just don't get it. Anyway, she's recently started acting a bit strange. For example, we were out in a club and a guy told her that he fancied me. She then started getting with him. Oh no. See, immediately I, I feel like she's threatened by you. You know, like it sounds, you know, it happens all the time and it's really sad, but it sounds like she feels in competition with you already, but we'll read on. I didn't think much of it, but then she did it again. She always makes sly digs about my appearance and says that I'm prettier than her. Mm, this, Yeah, I think she feels in competition with you, but then says, oh, fuck off or don't stand next to me. Oh, I feel weird even saying that. I promise I'm not a pick me girl. I would never think that about you. Don't worry. I also confided in her about a guy I liked and the following weekend she was all over him right in front of me. It's making me really uncomfortable and I don't really know what to do. It seems like anytime I meet someone she is interested in them and flirts with them. I even caught her messaging him behind my back and I don't feel like I can trust her anymore. My other friends have told me to distance myself as it isn't healthy but I can't help but feel guilty. Any advice would be hugely appreciated. Love you. Bye. Love you. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, so I genuinely... From an outside perspective, she sounds like she feels competitive with you. Like she is up against you. Who do people fancy more? Who can get with the most guys? And maybe she's just going through a phase where that's important to her. And obviously it sounds to you like that's just not a priority to you. It's not important to you. Like you go out to have a good time with your friends and she goes out maybe, which I totally understand. And I think I've done that as well. Like you go out because you want to feel better about yourself. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you go through that phase where you're just like, I'm single and I need to know people fucking fancy me. Okay. And I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing to feel like that but I think it's a bad thing when you are damaging your friendships do you know what I mean because of it so I'm kind of with your other friends in the distancing yourself idea because look I'm really glad you have other friends because this is not a nice friendship it's it sounds really toxic I'm really 
I don't know, exhausting, to be honest, like to your friend for, to be doing that to you is, is that's not a nice friend. And yeah, my advice, because if I was in your position, I think I would just take a breather. And that doesn't mean going ghost. It doesn't mean, you know, expressing any sort of issue. It, I think it can just be you learn what you learn about them, who they are, what they feel towards you. And it's up to you if you're willing to accept it. You know, if you're like, I don't fucking want you in my life, then fair enough. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I understand her behavior is actually not very nice. So it would make sense if you were like, you know what, I'm probably better off without you as a friend. But if if you do want to keep her in your life as a friend, I think it's okay to sometimes accept people for who they are and not take it personally. So, you know, if if she's going to be in competition with you when it comes to guys, try and get to the point where it's just like, oh God, she's going to want him, whatever. Do you know what I mean? You can have him, babe. Like, I think sometimes keep people at arm's length. You don't have to cut people off, but just understand who they are and what their intentions are so that you can like act accordingly. Does that make any sense? But it's totally up to you. I would understand if you didn't want her in your life anymore. Um, Yeah, I love you so much. Next time, Lama. Okay. Hey, gorgeous. So many of you complimented me recently. I'm feeling really gorgeous. Love you guys. So my friendship dilemma is that one of my uni girlfriends is trying to befriend all of my home friends without even meeting them. I can't tell if I'm being harsh or if this is weird behavior, but she randomly followed them all on Instagram, often likes their pics and will keep me up to date with what they're up to. What? For example, let's call her Ellie. Ellie told me that my own best friend from home was visiting her cousin in London for the weekend. I asked how she knew and she said that she replied to her Instagram story and they were talking about it. I know it's no big deal, but she knows more about my friends than I do. She often asks how they are, but because we're at uni, I never really know what they're up to anyway. Ideally, I'd want to keep my friendship group separate. Am I being silly or is this weird behavior? Do I question her about it or leave her to it? Your thoughts are much appreciated. No, do you know what? I totally get it because it's not a jealousy thing. It's more just like, can I just have that? Like, can I just have my escape friends, you know, like the friends that are separate? Because especially when you're at uni, it's nice to have your home life and your uni life because when uni gets difficult, which it does, it is nice to go home and it be totally separate. So I do get it. And I don't think you're a bad person for being like a bit like, oh my God, Ellie, just fuck off a bit. Like, <laughs> like, can I just have these? Like, can I just have this? I get it. It's, I don't think it makes you a bad person at all. But I, I also, I think it's tricky because I don't think it's something you can talk to Ellie about. Because it's a bit like, well, what's the problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, I get it. And if somebody had said that to me, like, can you stop talking to my friends? I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that? So I do get it. But also, I, I yeah, I don't think it's something you can talk about. And also, like, if you go to your home friends and you're like, can you just stop replying to Ellie, please? Like, they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that is a tricky one. I mean, it's totally up to you if if you feel like you can talk to her about it. But I feel like if you do, then just be careful. But otherwise, I think you might just have to like, because it's not like they're meeting up and they're really good friends. Like maybe just try and accept that Ellie is just like, just trying to make some friends. And you know what? I love that for Ellie. But, you know, it's not like they're meeting up and all hanging out without you and you're being like excluded and she's just like ran off of all your home friends. 
So maybe just try and think about it differently of just like, oh, that she's just being really polite, you know. Ellie is a lovely girl. She's just trying to make some friends and I love that for her. But, you know, it's not like they're meeting up. They're still your friends. They're still separate. They're just, there's just a tiny little crossover where they're chatting and, and maybe that can be okay. Do you know what I mean? But I do understand. I do understand. <laughs> let me know what you decide to do because I don't want to tell you what to do there because I don't want to make your situation worse like if you if you went to Ellie and you're like Ellie babes please stop talking to my friends okay stop talking to all my home friends they're my friends like (laughs) Ellie will feel so fucking awkward and so will you um and probably so will your home friends so I don't know I think it might look a bit too bitchy but you you let me know what you decide to do because I'm I'm really stuck there. I love you. <laughs> Next dilemma. Okay. Hey Leah, I hope you're doing well. I love the pod so much. I love you so much. I just wanted some advice on how to deal with friends who have different personalities. For context, I'm very loving and emotional in a friendship, expressing my love, giving compliments, saying how proud of them I am. And a couple of my friends just aren't like that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because we're just different, but it makes me feel a bit sad when they don't show the same level of affection. There's not much I can do. The friendships are great and we have a great time together, but I'm just wondering if you've ever experienced this. Love you bye okay um have I experienced this I think what I have experienced is having different different relationships with different friends so like I have the friend that I will pour my heart out to whether it be a breakup or stress going on with my with my personal life or like career stresses or just anxiety you know my health anxiety my fear of death like I have that friend which is Jess who will be there for me no matter what like I will pour it out to her but there are friends that I wouldn't go to for that at all so I have another friend who it's just like we whenever we see each other we just have the best time and I love you and you know like you are one of the most important people in my life and I absolutely love and adore you but I probably won't lean on you for emotional support and that's okay you know so I think it's okay to have friends that bring different things into your life and you offer different things to them so you know like there's friends that probably don't come to you for emotional stuff but they might go to somebody else and vice versa so I think that's okay and I think it's being able to accept that not every friendship needs to be the same not every friendship needs to tick all the same boxes um and you're not expected to do that for other people either. So, you know, I love that you're like really affectionate. I, I love that. But it's also okay to have friendships where you're not affectionate. You just have a really good time together and you make each other laugh and you're the best distraction when you're going through shit. As well as the friends where you can offer that love and affection and it's received and reciprocated. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just think it's okay. And you can't, like you said, there's not much you can do about it. You can't change somebody to have different ways of showing affection and and different ways of communicating with friends because that's who they are and and that's that's totally okay as well so yeah I love you next dilemma okay hi Leah I just need some advice I sometimes feel as though I'm the outsider of my friendship group and I'm the one who doesn't get told a lot of things a few months ago I also fell out with one of them and it was quite horrible in the sense that I was accused of being this really bad friend who doesn't give a shit and treats them like shit they now act normal with me which is what I want but it's also in the back of my head what happened and sometimes I think that I'm still this bad person I got made out to be have you got any advice 
Oh, that's tricky because it's like, you know, when you fall out of someone, it's like, fucking hell, tell me how you really feel. It all comes out then, do you know what I mean? So I totally understand and I can totally sympathize for how it's still on your mind because it's like when someone says something in an argument or a fallout, it's like, well, you obviously fucking feel that way. Just because we've made up, you probably still feel that way about me. And I think it's okay for you to bring it up. Um, I know it's probably quite a confronting thing to do. But I always say this, like, you don't have to be aggressive or really confrontational when you try and approach someone with with an issue. Like, it can just be like, hi, babe. Like, just, I just want to express this, like, it's been on my mind recently. You know, I love you as a friend. I just really want to make sure that you, you don't view me like that because I really am not that person. I really don't want you to feel that I'm that person. You know, like... um bring it up now that there is peace and harmony. Do you know what I mean? And just, I think if you have just another conversation where you're all friends and everyone's all right with each other, you'll be able to let it go. Because when you hear something in an argument and then you just make up without hearing an apology or without hearing that, like, I shouldn't have said that about you. You know, that's not true what I said. I don't feel that about you. I was just angry. If you don't hear that, yeah, we might patch things up and yeah, we might be all normal, but you still feel that about me. So I think it's okay to bring it up and expect to hear, you know, I shouldn't have said that about you. It's not true. I don't feel that way about you. I love you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think just really gently, maybe try and approach it. I love you. Next time I'm on. Okay. Ooh, you ready for this? This one says, hello, sexy. Hello. Okay. So my best friend is in a toxic as fuck relationship. Okay. He's controlling, tells her what she can and can't wear on a night out. He's manipulative. She doesn't want to go out at the weekend with the girls because she's scared he's going to break up with her for going to a club. She never texts us girls and she's with him. She can't talk to other boys because he gets jealous even in a friendly way. And he talks to her disgustingly. They've only been together for two months. What the? How the fuck is he brave enough to be controlling her like this two months into my life? Fuck off. I just don't get how she can't see through him. She's admitted that if he cheats on her, he she would never break up with him because she loves him so much. Oh no. I'm always there for her, but I'm beginning to really hate him. I don't blame you. And I've told her she deserves better and she should never let someone put her down and talk to her like that, but she just doesn't listen. I'm at the point where I'm like, what else can I say or do? Because she's upset constantly more times than she's happy. If you have any advice, that would be amazing. It is so hard watching someone you love in a controlling toxic relationship because you are genuinely helpless you can never I say this all the time you can never make someone leave you can never convince someone to break up with somebody else you can never convince somebody that they should leave you you can't do that we don't have the power annoyingly because the thing is she knows he's horrible she knows she feels like shit she knows that it's toxic but you stay because of the I'm so sorry I love you so much everything will get better I will never do it again it is the cycle so you know they make you feel like shit whether it be verbally abusing you telling you all these nasty things about you and it hurts and you're in pain right what's going to take that pain away them telling you they didn't mean it, them telling you that they're sorry, them telling you that they love you, that's going to take that pain away. Well, temporarily, right? 
So that is the cycle. You go back because it takes the pain away. It is so much harder to go, do you know what? You're a fucking dick and walk away because that hurts as well. Leaving someone, breaking up someone, that hurts, that hurts as well. She's still going to be in pain. So she just sees, right, I either break up with you and it hurts or you come running and tell me you love me and you're sorry and you never do it again and then I feel better and I feel loved again and I feel validated again. Do you know what I mean? So as a friend to watch that, it's just like what the fuck can you do? What can you actually do besides be there? And it is hard. It is draining. It's exhausting. And it's it's frustrating to be like, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? But I think a true friend, you just are and you just do. You just are there because once you're in it, once you're in that toxic, nasty cycle of, of these kind of relationships... It, it does break eventually and she will eventually realize, you know, whether that be he breaks up with her sometimes, you know, or whatever reason. OK, but I think if you can just keep doing what you know you need to do, the, the stuff you have been doing, you know, remind her what she's worth really convince her you have the right to go out and have a fucking good time with your friends. And if he's got a problem with it, fuck him right you'll be okay I've got you no matter what no matter what his reaction I've got you yeah you're not on your own I think to make someone feel like they're not on their own really helps because you know I remember when I was in a similar situation it wasn't like controlling like this but it was that horrible cycle of just like you know it was toxic and what gave me strength was knowing that like I wasn't alone I had my mum I had my best friends like they all had my back when shit hit the fan um so I think if you can do that it makes you stronger it makes you feel more powerful in the situation and I think when when you feel alone and people start leaving you in your life like your friends and your family if they start to give up on you you lean on that partner more because they become all you've got and then that gives them power that's what they're actually trying to do by not letting her go out of her friends to a club and not allowing her to keep friendships with people and making it as difficult as as he can for her to have her own individual life and independence so I think don't let him do it like don't let him do that to you and to your friendship um and that that is genuinely probably all you can do unfortunately it's only been two months which is so weird like how do you how are you that fucking brave that you're controlling her after two months like she's lived years and years and years of her life without you you think you can walk in and two months in you're the fucking boss piss off do you know what I mean it's so easy from the outside I, I get it but yeah, I love you and I love your friend. Just give her a hug, you know, like just just have these gentle conversations. Like I know it's hard, but you're not on your own. I'm with you whenever you're ready. You know, you, you're brave enough. You're strong enough. You have whatever it takes. You it's hard because she doesn't see it, but she will be so much happier without this person, without this relationship. You know, it's damaging. Hopefully for her sake more than anyone, she isn't in it for a long time and he doesn't do too much damage to her self-esteem and stuff but yeah love you love you all all right guys oh friendships hey they're difficult do you know what as well we spoke about this in the friendships episode before friendship breakups oh they hurt don't they they really hurt they really really hurt 
But yeah, I love you. If you feel lonely and if you don't feel like you have many friends, you have me. Remember that. We have we have our meetups twice a week, babe. Unless I um have a bit of a breakdown and don't upload. But <laughs> I've been I've been alright with it. It's been a year and I'm very proud of my consistency, okay? But anyway, um, remember, guys, that there is a post on my Instagram at Leah on the Line that says "Let's make friends," and you guys can go over to that post and comment your name, where you're from, your hobbies, your interests. Message each other. Like, look at the other comments. If you see someone's comment that you think, "Oh my god, she loves pottery, and I love pottery, and she's only up the road from me," slide into her DMs and say, "Let's go to a pottery session, babe." Do you know what I mean? Pottery was so random there. What the hell? anyway yeah that was just a little reminder i love you guys let's wrap up the episode wow i really enjoyed this episode it was really really nice to sit here and talk about my uh, childhood traumas <laughs> but i love you if anyone can relate to because i know those friendship groups in school i know they're common i know a lot of bullying actually happens within a friendship group so if any of you guys can relate i love you I see you, I feel you. (laughs) But yeah, if you are in your 20s like me and you feel like your friendship group and your circle is really, really small, that's also okay. Like, I'm also content with, you know, my number of friends because they are incredible friends. And I've also got all of you. Like, I don't know, we've all got each other. So I just feel like, you know, we're all lucky and grateful and you're just amazing okay all of you you're amazing you're amazing people amazing friends you have so much to offer and yeah just never forget that babe all right i hope you all have the most amazing weekend whatever it is that you're getting up to hopefully the sun comes out at some point because i need it as we've discussed summer is coming good memories are on the way i'm so excited for summer oh my god i want to go on 10 holidays but I have one coming up, but hopefully I can book another one. Who knows, eh? What's my stuff? Well, it's not really. If I was rich, maybe. But anyway, love <laughs> you guys. Hope you have the best weekend. And I will speak to you on Tuesday for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.